<laughs> Boom. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. Another roll call episode. This one is unfortunately about none other than Gary Sanchez. We are joined today with special guest from George's Box. You know him, JJ. Let's get talking about it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Might as well. Gary Sanchez. The man who I didn't believe was the man. How do you want to dive into this guy? I mean, I can just I can just talk bad about him for a very long time if that's what you want the show to be. Yeah, I mean, Gary Sanchez. I I, I personally made a rule for Gary that was, I'm not going to talk about him unless he hits or until he hits over his body weight. And I don't know how much he weighs. If you want to give me a look up for that, but <laughs> I, I I don't think that would actually come into play because I don't see him. I don't see him under two fifty. I did lose a little bit of weight, so maybe he's two thirty. Two thirty. He's I, nowhere wow. near hitting his body weight. See, I don't even think that's. <laughs> if that they say he's two thirty, if they say he's two thirty, he's two fifty. Yeah. yeah, the camera adds twenty pounds, or they they at least they don't want. To I don't think he bad. will ever hit above his body weight again. Is that a hot take? I was going to ask you guys at the end of this one over under two twenty five going for next year. What are you guys taking? Which is perfect because that's his body weight. So do you think that I basically what I'm asking is. Will I, on this podcast, talk about him again after this episode? Because that was the rule I made for myself. I mean, here's like, all right. So if you just look at Gary Sanchez and like the player that he was, the player he was supposed to be, the player he's become, like he came into the league mashing. Hits 20 home runs in 50 games, like could have been the rookie of the year. He was second rookie of the year in 50 games. Yeah. Puts in. A, you know, a, a solid MVP, you know, 22nd in MVP, Silver Slugger, All-Star season in 2017. Um, had, you know, always had some defensive issues, would have the like, oh, here's my groin. I'm gone for a little bit. I'm back, but now I'm mashing. But since then, Gary Sanchez is a 200 hitter. He snuck in a 2019 All-Star by having a, a strong first half. but. You know, he's there's a point in time where you're either the player you're supposed to be or you're just not. And that doesn't normally happen at 28 and later for catchers. That's true. I didn't realize he was 28 years old. Like he'll be, yeah, he'll be, like, this will be his age 28 year. I feel like, I feel like we've all been riding his 50 game 2016 season for the past five years. And like, that's what we've all envisioned Gary Sanchez to be. And that's why I keep giving him so many breaks. And I literally had no idea he was 28. I, I'm still envisioning that 2016 season. And that's why I feel like he's still 24. And like, it's still a young caster in the league that can make a breakout year again, which is just so false. <laughs> and he'll hit a home run for you, you know, whether it's a, a basically meaningless grand slam or it's, you know, it'll be some moonshot or he'll hit two home runs in a game and you fall back in love with him yep. because he's never hit a ball 315 feet. Like it's always a blast and we get wrapped up in the blast and we're like, maybe he's got it or, you know, he'll miss two weeks with a groin. 
come back, hit four home runs in a week. And we're just like, this is it. He's back. He's, you know, the Gary of old. He's 24 again, but he's just not. Yeah. And we make up all these excuses for him. I feel like there's like an equation with Yankee fans where it's like for every home run he hits, we forget about how bad he is for the next 20 games or like some like some weird situation yeah. where every bad thing he does just gets um, erased. Oh, yeah. Erased because of the home run he hits or like per yard. He hits. He'll hit. Yeah, he'll hit like a 420 foot home run. And people will be like, that's why he doesn't have to hustle down the line. And it's like, <laughs> what? What? The fuck are we talking about? And then the no, other you... people will be like, they'll hit the home run, and then the, the Yankee fans who are big time Gary train, like they'll be like, "Oh, Gary haters, where you at now?" Like we're still here. He's he hit one home run. We're, this doesn't change a thing. We the Gary haters are saying that he's a home run or bus hitter. So hitting a home run literally does not move the narrative a touch. Like nothing. It it's not it even. <laughs> it's not even haters, and that's where I think people time. get it. Like. You know, people get confused, like, like, oh, Gary haters. Nobody hates Gary Sanchez, who's a Yankees fan. Every day he puts on those pinstripes, I want him to do that. The problem is he just doesn't. He yeah. doesn't do that because yeah. he, you know, and there's always an excuse. You know, it's like, oh, well, he's thrown off at the plate because last year he could hit and he couldn't actually catch. So he focused so much on catching in the offseason that, He's, you know, he's in his own head and he can't mm -hmm. hit. Then it becomes, oh, well, now he's adjusting and like he's got one leg kicked out. And it's just all this like piling on of these adjustments that we've asked him to make. And if you just take all those and you boil it down, we just asked him to be a better baseball player. That's yeah, all it was. I'm asking just, you a lot. <laughs> yeah. We're not saying like, hey, come up with some like, you know, some mystery. We're not asking you to to reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. Yes, you you have to spend time in the offseason working on blocking balls or changing the way you pop up or whatever that may be. But that has nothing to do with your hitting. We didn't say, hey, you do this and slack off on the other. We're asking you to just be a major league caliber baseball player, yeah. which you're on the fringe of. And then like you see the videos of him um either winter like, like the winter league like hitting a home run off of an eighty five mile hour change up down the middle. And then everyone's like, oh, he's back. He's he's hitting again. He's training. He looks great. And then he like makes one stopped. Um, I forgot. I looked, stopped ball I looked up the, the guy dirt. who hit a home run off of. And it, I don't remember his name, nor does it matter because that's just he was an obviously a memorable person. He was like 40 years old. It was like I, I it was like me throwing out there. He could have basically been hitting against me and hit a home run, which he should. If he didn't, I think that was the storyline with Winter League. And that's just the takeaway to to take from that is it's a bigger story. People are making a story about it as like, Oh, Gary's back. I think the only thing that is a story out of that, it would have been if he did bad, if he did bad, then that's, that's horrible. If he does well, then great. Like you should be doing that anyway. You just don't, you're not regressing even further, you know? Yeah. Breaking news. Yankee starting catcher could play at high school level. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were actually like breaking news, like like that's Jameson that's all it is. Or <laughs> no, that's all it is. No, it's just like, oh yeah. By the way, this guy he can hit because I've also seen it with Judge, and where people are like, oh look at him mashing in the cage, and it's like, well, he's Great. a major league baseball player. <laughs> breaking you know? news: Gary Sanchez they're, could get called up to varsity team. <laughs> yeah, like they're not throwing splitters yeah. in the Mexican winter league. Or well, like fastballs and changeups, like and a hanger. I feel like ball. the same thing would have happened if he was hitting off a tee. 
They'd be like, oh, Gary Sanchez putting in the work. Oh, like the yeah, the, he the, should be the Gary. He can't hit for shit. He <laughs> yeah. should be hitting off a tee. He's yeah, there's no credit. There's no credit for putting in the work yeah. when you get paid millions of dollars to do that work, and yeah. you're not good if you don't do it. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's not like you know we're asking a guy who has been an all star the last five years and is hitting you know two sixty and thirty five home runs a year. Then we've got no issue. Then you get to you know enjoy your offseason and nobody asks why you're posting a picture anywhere other than the gym or the cage. Yeah. But for right now, so like this is this has to be make or break year for Gary. I know there was saying that though. Well, is this the tipping point though? I guess that's what I I was trying to say. It's where it's gotta be for the organization. Like for fans, yeah. Like when we say this is make or break, it doesn't really mean anything. But after you go. You have the 2016 season. You are, you know, I mean, sorry, the 2020 season. You're benched in the playoffs. Actually, breaking news. Sorry. Tie on. Tie on to the Yankees just wow. happened. Well, it looks wow. Like When's this episode going to come out? In like not, three weeks? Not, yeah, not even close. You got, this is the <laughs> oldest news ever. So let's just not talk about it. Yeah, right this now. is Whatever. another time. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking breaking, to us. breaking we news. We can cut that out. But yeah. sorry, go ahead. Garrett Cole said he liked somebody and he <laughs> got him. And that's how it works. And that brings us right back to the to the playoffs. Oh, Gary. I mean, he likes Gary. Ga- like, oh, good job, Gary. <laughs> no, like he um, you know, Gary Sanchez isn't starting. It starts with Higgy, you know, becoming Garrett Cole's kind of catcher. And I was in favor of that. I'm in favor of a guy that you're paying 30 something million dollars a year to if he's like, hey, I just want to throw to one guy. Fine, whatever the fuck it is that makes you do that $30 million worth of you know work on the mound, you could throw the ball to whoever you want. And I thought it would benefit Gary to not have to worry about that. I feel like Cole asks more of you yeah. as a catcher when it comes to preparation and a day-to-day than a Tanaka's asking you for, yeah. than a Hap's asking of you. So if you take that off Gary's plate and he can just focus on four guys, and he could be the one asking of them, not them asking of him. I thought it would help, but it turns out it's an ego blow. And then he has, and you know, this is when guys go rogue in the media is when you're really in trouble. Like you can be bad on the field and be good in the media and still get by. But when you go in the off season, after having the year that he has had after batting 200, the last three years combined, you don't get to say to ESPN, yeah, I don't understand why I wasn't playing in the playoffs. That like was, that blew me. What a baseball like, reference. How, Go to baseball how reference. Ignorant can you be? Like, Google how, yourself. How in the clouds can you be to not to actually say that just out loud? Just completely tone deaf. Like how like it's just insane to me. And it didn't he get like mad at Boone or whatever happened? It's just it's insanely tone deaf to me that he can't even like, he's not even taking responsibility for just being bad at your job. Like if I'm at my job and I work in tax, if I improperly filled out a tax form and then I said, huh, I don't know why I was you know, like, I don't know why I got fired for doing my job poorly. Like, it's just like, I, you got to take responsibility to understand what's going on, you know? And you, especially when you still like, he has the ability in our eyes, I think as a fan base to, to, he had the chance there. And I think that the chance is gone. To own it yep. and just say like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate. It didn't come together. I've just got to go grind this. You know, I've got to grind this off season once. 
Never yeah. once. If so, he said like, this is why I'm in the Dominican Republic, you know, in the offseason. <laughs> Maybe he should just stay there. Like, yeah. play, what, play baseball there. What what percentage of games do you think I guess yeah, well first of all, what percentage of games do you think he's gonna catch outside of Garrett Cole? Um Garrett Cole's um Well, because he's a personal starts. catcher for Garrett Cole now. I actually before not I answer Cole, that I question, meant like you know, he's yeah. not he's not pitching with he's not catching for Garrett Cole, but what percent do you think he's gonna pitch? I think every other pitcher should do us a favor and request him as the personal catcher, request Higgy as the personal catcher, just so, <laughs> like, Cole did it, and they gave him a personal catcher, so if, like, Montgomery's like, yeah, I actually think Higgy could be a good personal catcher. Yeah, Montgomery him. doesn't get to fucking ask for But if, it, if all <laughs> yeah. of them just ask for a personal catcher, Gary just can't catch anymore, and that's no, that's a No, then that's a clubhouse problem, and Boone's lost the team. But yeah. do you think, like, how how far into the season do you think, if, if he does – Awful the start of the season. How how many games we give him to actually like prove himself before we just so, say Higgy's a starter? He's gonna come into spring training as the starter. They may say that there's some kind of competition, but there isn't. Um and if he can stay healthy, because this is also like one of those, you know, timelines you go down where it's like, oh, and then he comes in. Oh, he never really lost the job because he was injured, and then someone else kind of performed, and then like they didn't tender him a contract, mm-hmm. but um, I think he comes in as a starter. I hope he has a great season. Realistically, I think he has a middling average season. And then the Yankees really look at either late in the, in the season or in the off season, moving him and yep. making, so, you know, oh, so you whether it's to build some trade value. Yeah. Like there's nothing like there's, there's nothing there now. I don't think now, having gone out and gotten, you know, Cole last year, we add Kluber, we make another trade today, breaking news. You guys are hearing it here first. <laughs> um, <weeks> later <laughs> that you, you know, we're not really going to go out and build more of that rotation. Like Garcia, Montgomery Schmidt, like someone, two guys just have to step up. Cause then you also have Seve coming back. Um, I mean, maybe we'll have a reunion with Tanaka, but it's starting to feel less. It's as like time goes on, it feels less and less likely because yep. he just, you know, he's in Japan yeah. and, you know, we're not exactly, you know, building up a great reputation worldwide. Be like, come to America. It's fun here. Um, <laughs> so maybe he goes back. Maybe he doesn't. But like now it's just time for the, the back end of that bullpen, you know, whether it's Herman, Sevi. Whatever it is, like to just you got you got to fill yourself out there. Yeah. Um. So I don't think there is even the trade that Gary could like be in. Yeah. Like a, a Gary caliber player could be in. That's true. I I think that going to next season, um, I guess one one of the biggest issues that I have, aside from a lot of things with Gary Sanchez, is that half of his hits last year were home runs. Yeah. He, he's strictly just let's hit a home run or or nothing else. And unless you're Barry Bonds doing that when he hits 70 home runs in a year, you can't do that. That that ratio yeah. cannot happen. Yeah, you can have half your hits be home be home runs, but you have to have you know 70 fucking a, 120 home runs. hits. Yeah. <laughs> so if I were to set an over under on home runs for next year, would you take over under uh, 23 home runs for him next year for Gary Sanchez? Yeah. Let's see. Um, I think 23 because over over you think because here's the thing the caveat in this that he he may not play a lot like Higgy could you know uh, no he can't no Higgy can't because also Higgy 
is not the starting catcher of the New York Yankees. Like, nice guy, great. Cole wants to have him there. Hey, he can, you know, Higgy can have a great at bat every, you know, five days. But Higgy's not stealing this starting job and going out there and doing that job every day. Here's my thing with that. Like, yes, he's the start. You say he's a starting catcher going into opening day, right? And I agree with you. But something it's a little weird to me that okay you're the starting catcher but like opening day you're not going to catch because Garrett Cole is pitching and now you're just you're you're you know it's weird well who knows I mean maybe you never know these fucking ego stroking things that you know the Yankees will do to keep these young guys who haven't really produced happy like maybe Gary Sanchez catches that opening day and then you know we go from there I don't know. I Gary just and and you know we're at the point in this podcast right now that if you're a Gary lover, you're not you, you turned it off already. So we're speaking to our crowd right now. <laughs> if you made it this far, you you think the same as us. So Dude, if you man, if you can still believe that like there's a ton to love about Gary Sanchez, yeah, you believe that. the election was rigged. Yeah, I, I can't I just can't <laughs> see anything about I don't. I don't see where the hope is in in anybody's eyes. There, there's, there's I, and nothing. like you said, like we all have said, I don't. Like I don't want to see the guy do bad, and that's what the first thing that people who are like Gary, like lovers, and they're like, oh, like, like do you want him to not do well at all, like that. I was like, no, I want to see everybody do well. It's just I don't think he will, and that's that's that. That's my relationship yeah. with Gary. There, I mean, it's been since. I mean, you know, we've talked about 2018 was bad. You know, 2019. I went to every home playoff game and every time Gary Sanchez got up, I was like, well, he's not like, I wondered what it was like, especially for Astros fans where it's like, Oh, when Gary Sanchez come up, comes up and you're an Astros fan in 2019, do you also know that he's going to get out every time? Or are you guys actually like still worried? You know, I don't know. Cause, I, Cause like the thing is, I feel like because Gary Sanchez is just a home run hitter with a highlight reel, people who don't follow the Yankees every day, maybe just see that. And they, and they, that's what I wonder. And they're just like, oh crap, Gary Sanchez is the big bad Kraken. Just because they like, keep seeing you know, him hit home runs. But like, yeah, then it's like five games in this series. You realize, like, oh, this guy's a bag of shit. Or no, they probably think, like, no, I think he's due. Around he's the due league right that he's not good. I, I, I don't think it's a, I don't it's know. a hidden secret on, that we have. Like, he's I just, just not don't a good know. catcher Maybe across the is. league. I don't know. But there is just there is just no promising stat from his last year that makes me optimistic about the next. The year. only thing that I will say about it is obviously a small sample size, and we have seen an ounce of of that splash. But again, it's been so long since he's done that. So, to me, going into next year, I have low expectations, and if he bats over his body weight, I am super happy. And it, it, the, the thing with him that that I'll leave you guys on is, I've been saying this too. Like I am so cool having a catcher. Like I get his offensive ceiling is supposed to be there, and that's what people hold on to. But like he's a catcher who doesn't catch. So at the end of the day, I would rather take a mid-tier catcher who can play well defensively and maybe isn't there offensively, like a Higgy situation, somebody like him, like you know, maybe like a Christian Vasquez type guy who can actually catch and be a good catcher first and foremost. And then I'll take the lack of offensive production because we have so many other bats in the lineup that can pick up the slack, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'll take less production for a leader. Like, if you get one of those catchers that isn't really that great, but is a real leader, can, yeah, like, like a run a type, rotation. Yeah, well, I don't know that Romine's necessarily the leader, but just, like, if you think, like, over time, there are certain guys who, you know, like, towards the end, like, Posada wasn't always the best, you know, player, but 
he like commanded respect. He worked hard. He tried hard. Like no one's following the example that Gary puts out there. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not a, a thought leader. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yeah. He needs somebody to lead by example to him, or like give him like words of encouragement. Like, oh, good, good stop, Gary. When Gary Cole says that shit to him, it's just not a lot to love about Gary. So I think that's without. But we're all hoping for the best. I'm hoping, yeah, we're hoping for the best, and I think that's. I hope you all prove I'm going to say about I'd love to be wrong. Yeah. I'm going to be so I don't right. I think we're, yeah, we're going to be so right. All right. <laughs> that's it for this episode. Tune in for the next one. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. Yeah, I woke up with a headache and my memory's all gone. And I spend all of my money on martinis. Guess it went wrong, but I ain't tripping, no oh So we broke some laws and we danced some cars all night long Went to every bar underneath the stars, one by one They tell me to grow up, but I just can't help myself Maybe I'm messed up, and maybe I need some help Spend all of my money on martinis and rum Now I 